Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would it feel knowing that on your deathbed, you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. In the Alpha Dude system, it's essentially a whole system that's dedicated to your frame. Now, I keep coming back to this concept because if you haven't really mastered it, then you're just missing out on so much of what life has to offer you. If you have what they call the dominant frame, it means that you control the reality, I mean the subject of reality, the psychological, social experience that you're having, even if you're with other people. So how do we go about getting to this frame state? Well, firstly, it's all about being comfortable in your skin. And if you're not comfortable with who you are, whatever you do will be sabotaged. And that's why I say in the system that you must address the dude aspect. You must address yourself first. You try and clear away all the crap from the past. And we've talked about that and we'll continue to talk about that in future episodes. However, human nature looks for solutions and especially quick fixes. So you might pick up a book, How to Be Confident. You'll learn about body language, tonality, about your attitude, thoughts that you can change, become someone who's really strong and powerful. But at the end of the day, you've essentially built this amazing mansion on this foundation that's going to crumble. And people can see that. I like to say that if you haven't taken care of fixing yourself first, before doing the additions, then you're just going to amplify whatever insecurities you have and whatever problems you have. And we all know those people, those those loudmouths who are just like empty vessels making the most noise, being really irritated. Maybe they're a bit narcissistic. Maybe they're just irritating. Maybe they're just prideful, whatever it is. You know these people. And the shameful thing is that they've got these amazing techniques in confidence, in self-esteem, and personal development, but they built on this crappy foundation. So the first step is to go ahead and get all of the crap from your past sorted out. And if you need help with that, just check out my back catalog. You'll find some good stuff there. Second step is looking at the upgrades, going through the alpha system and finding the upgrades using the four A's, making so it's habitual, trying it out and seeing what it looks like. So this is where we get into self-improvement, where we get into making you better, making you more confident, making you more charismatic, whatever it is, only once you've sorted yourself out, you add these next parts on. So this is just base camp what I've talked about so far. And you'll know that you have arrived here when in your own company, you find everything is amazing and life is good. Now we step it up and bring it out to the world when you're interacting with other people. In this situation, you have to be consciously aware that your old habits and predispositions will come back into play. And that's really frustrating because you might be on top of your game when you're on your own, maybe when you're with close company, family, whatever, but then you go to work or you go to a social situation and you just revert to high school days or whatever it is. And that will make you feel so unresourceful, like you've wasted your time. And that is specifically where we get into frame control. The first thing that I recommend 
is graded exposure. And that's where you hold your frames through smaller situations and then bring it to slightly larger situations until you feel comfortable maybe presenting in front of large groups. And in order to do that, you have to reach base camp first. You have to have a list of boundaries and consequences. So if somebody is going to talk over you, then you've got to have a technique of how to deal with that. For example, one common solution to people who talk over you is simply just by calling their name until they respond. And that means that somebody talks over you and then let's say his name's David. You say, David, 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 David. And then he looks over at you and then you might do a bit of a laugh, David. Listen, mate, what you're saying is funny, but what I think is, and that way you've disarmed the interaction, you've got to make your point and life goes on. So whatever your boundary is, make sure that you've thought about it, you've got a socially intelligent way of carrying it out and that you start with easy things and work your way up. So get base camp, get your boundaries, and then we move to the next step. The next step is taking notice of the other person's frame. People are always competing with their frame of reality. If you're in an interaction with somebody and they're describing their experience, they want you to understand what they're communicating. But at an underlying level, they also want to bring you into their reality. Now, that might be a good thing or it might be a bad thing. However, my best advice is that you should stick to your reality. And from this position, you won't be influenced, you won't be manipulated, and you'll get to really develop relationships on your terms. And if you have cleared out the crap from your past, then you're not going to be manipulative either. And it's going to be an amazing relationship that you're going to develop with anyone. So in order to achieve this level, we have to work on a concept called disrupting the other person's frame. There are so many ways to disrupt the other person's frame that the rest of this podcast will focus on such techniques. One such technique is looking at the person and realizing where they are going. This is done by utilizing social cues and having past reference experiences to see where they're going. A simple analogy would be if you're at a party and somebody asks you a question. Maybe you've just finished up some karaoke and the person asks you, have you had singing lessons before? From here, you have to think to yourself, why did the person ask you that? Did the person ask you that because you're a terrible singer and they're going to make fun of you? Did they ask you because you're an amazing singer and they're going to compliment you? Whatever it is, you can beat them to the punch. If they're being obnoxious and you don't have the voice for singing, then you can say, why? Are you asking me because you're going to insult my singing abilities? From that, it's an incredibly hard place to come back from. And the person might fumble with their words. They might try and contradict themselves. And you can easily flow from there. Maybe make a joke out of the situation, whatever it is, just using your social experience in order to move ahead. If the person is there to compliment you, then you can say, why? I, do you think really love my singing? Yeah, I've had a few lessons. What about you? Are you a singer? And see how the relationship moves forward from there. Again, it's all about maintaining your frame. And when I say maintaining your frame, I'm more saying that maintaining the ability to stay true to yourself, not to be swept away by the other person's beliefs of you. Because we've all had those situations where people 
measure us up mentally and put us in a box and treat us in a certain way. And it's only through maintaining our frame that we can have a sense of self-respect that endures. Another technique is the use of humor contrasted to being serious. So if you're in an event and somebody is using humor and it feels like they're using humor maybe to be a bit abrasive, to hide things, then you can point to that directly. And you can say, you use humor a lot. Do you use that when you're insecure or do you use humor to cover up things or when do you want to get serious about what we're here to talk about? Whatever it is, you can use your social intelligence to get to the right answer. But you can see what I mean by looking at seriousness and humor, you can go between the two and you can be the arbiter of it. You can control what happens in this respect, thus giving you control of the frame game. And the final technique I want to touch on, I just want to touch on this because I've spoken on this in past episodes, is maintaining your frame through your mindset. Your mindset is developed at base camp about yourself, but you can also have a mindset about the other person. And that means that you can put your frame onto the other person. As I said, the other person might box you in to what they think you're, the frame that you fit into, but if you box them in to a helpful frame that will help you in the interactions, then that will go so far. An example of this might be if you're at a party and somebody is really obnoxious, you could get upset or frustrated by this, or you could say, wow, this guy was once a really cute baby. This guy has probably got no friends. This guy maybe just got fired. Whatever it is to help you put yourself in a state where you pity the guy. And from that position, it's incredibly powerful and it's incredibly hard for them to manipulate you. So that's it, guys. This is all about frame control today. I want you to think on this and to really apply it to all areas of your life. Let me know how you go and I'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com.